Listener, I'm just going to take over this intro from uh, Magoo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Week eight of the NFL season here on Sharpening the Squares podcast. We got Magoo and Jay coming at you with a subpar analysis. What's going on, Magoo? Yeah, for all your mediocre analysis, uh, not much, man. Just uh, trying to put together the plays for this week, trying to get some college handicapping done. Doing our analysis um, on the fly as the pod is being recorded. Yeah, man, these these teasers have been working so well for me this year. And yet We're I don't tweet them out on anything. And it's just been very tough, like, so here's you know, the thing. Saying, here's like, the thing. If you, I, I don't think you, you can rightly claim that you've had a good pick. If you, The whole point of this is, is to help no. our listener get units. Right, so you can't just claim after the fact that you put out winners. Like we gotta, we gotta tell well, them about this beforehand. So, actually, so I did put out winners. The problem is I'm not. When we tweet out the plays, it's even distribution of units, right? Yeah. Except when I do it, it's not an even distribution of units. Okay. For example, the Packers Patriots team. Yeah. Yeah, I put I put five x units on that last week. Oh but my I didn't god! If, tell the listener, if only there was a way you could have informed the listener that this is one of your moneymaker plays. Um, I know, and also, and also in the in our fantasy league, I gave you a ten x play that was a winner, but I didn't ten x it. You know, in the twitters. Here's the deal: if we're gonna grow this pod and and make the the listeners some units, you got to start telling people. Where they need to uh, double, triple, and 10x down on things. Um, it's true. It's true. If we could somehow market our pod as like, hey, look, we we put this many units down and you yeah. multiplied your units by this much. So, you know, huh. like I do in fantasy where I'm like, hey, I'm up, you know, 40 units since I started doing plays. That would have paid off your mortgage. So and I'm just going to go out. I'm just going to throw out a wild idea. Maybe <laughs> this week you tell the listener which are your uh, moneymaker plays and you tell them how many extra units. units to put on said plays. What do you think about that? That kind of makes sense. That kind of makes, makes sense. sense. Okay. And then we could really track it and all that. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, but I guess uh, as we're going into week eight, the, the thing that we should probably do is is look back to week seven. Um, a week seven in the NFL that many people would like to forget ever happened. Um, but, but for Including you? Reasons, but for many reasons, I don't think I'll ever for, be able to forget this last weekend. Um, it was a weekend that I had circled on my calendar long, long ago, um, thinking to myself... I think the pandemic's going to be under control this year. I haven't seen my little brother, who is also a big Chicago fan since the pandemic started. We're going to get our vaccines. And oh my word, the end of October 2021, the Bears are coming to my current hometown of Tampa Bay to play the Tampa. football, to play, to play the Bucks. I, this, this, 
offers me the first time in my life that I could go to a Bears game. I would be foolish not to go is what is what Jay told himself earlier this year. So I picked up my phone. I talked to my brother. I was like, hey, dude, let's not get each other birthday presents this year. Why don't you just come down and uh, we'll, we'll delay our birthday celebrations and we'll go to the Bears game when they come here to Tampa. We thought that was a stellar idea. What could go wrong? What could go wrong, we said. So Ouch. we get vaccinated, we get our plane tickets, and we think to ourselves, let's get some decent seats. It might be hot. So uh, let's, you know, find like a little maybe shady spot. So we got some club seats looking what? really nice. Well, not like the club club seats, but like in the 200 level section. So like they were like oh. padded seats. They were they were nice. We were, we were on like the 35 yard line. Awesome. Ooh. Um he flew into town. We had a great weekend. We got some, you know, seafood. Um, you know, had a had, we. He's a big golfer, so we spent Sunday morning at Top Golf. Had a little brunch action while swinging some golf clubs. We uh, watched the early games on my patio. We get to the Bucks Stadium like so. The gates open an hour and a half before the game. My wife drops us off just before, like I'd say, like two hours out. We got there at perfect timing, so we got to, like, the south end of the stadium. Uh, actually, believe it or not, tons of Bears fans there. I would say Very probably believable. I would say probably 30 to 35% of the crowd was Bears fans. I saw <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky jerseys. I saw Matt Fortes, a lot of Erlackers. I saw some Brandon Marshalls. I saw Julius Peppers jersey. I, oh, okay. definitely saw some Peytons. I saw some Buckuses. I saw some Tariq Cohen. I saw a guy that was like six foot nine wearing a Tariq Cohen jersey. That was really odd. Um, but it was great. So we get there early, and like all of a sudden, we see like the cops are like McMahon? blocking off the road. No McMahon? McMahons. No McMahon. So the cops are like blocking people out of the road in front of the stadium, and the Bucks do this cool thing. You know how they have like the pirate ship in the one end zone where they shoot the cannons? I do. Well, they've got like fans that like dress up as like Captain Jack Sparrow and, and Lady Pirates. Um, and they all ride in like a float that is like a miniature version of this uh, pirate ship. And they're playing like the Yo Ho, Yo Ho, a pirate's life for me music really loud. They're tossing out beads to people. Uh, and they like, they oh, do a Marty good job. It, it, they do a good job down here in Tampa of like, uh, pumping up the pregame festivities, so we're having a great time. Uh, the gates open. We're you know amongst the first people in. We go in. We're like we want to see the team warm ups. They start it an hour before kickoff, so we get some food. We settle into our seats. It's awesome. Teams come out. They do their warm ups. It's fun, like watching them go through all of that stuff. Bears look uh, great in their uniforms. Bears look great in their uniforms. It actually started pouring rain really hard, but we had like one of 11 rows in the whole stadium that was like underneath an overhang. So we didn't get rained on. That was a win. Um, They do the pregame festivities. The flag comes out. We have an Air Force flyover. People are pumped. USA, USA, USA. The crowd's ready. Kickoff happens. Well, the coin flip happens. The Bears are like, you know what? (laughs) We want the ball, and we're going to win the old Matt Hasselbeck line. So we're like, oh, baby, Bears are about to stick it to them. They want the ball. Did they really say that? No, I added that part about they want the ball. But, I mean, you could imagine that's what they said. 
right? Is um, you know, Taylor and I are there. We're we're pumped. We're ready to go. Um, so the you know the crowd gets pumped up. Let's ready. Let's ready to rumble. They uh, the Bucks come out. They line up. They blast the ball deep into the end zone. So the Bears get the ball at the twenty five yard line. Boom! First play. <laughs> Boom! First play. Khalil Herbert. Little outside zone run out of shotgun to the left, tackled for no gain. All right, cool. We are, they got the ball and they're going to win. That's what they said they were going to do. Second down. All right. They check things out. Things are looking good. Boom. Justin Field strip sacked. Bears recover, six yard loss. Okay. All right. Second and 16. Bears usually average about five yards on a positive play this year. Not looking great so far. Third down comes incomplete or short completion. Who, who the hell knows? Not great. All right, three and out. That's okay. That's all right. We're, we're going to be fine. Bears punt the ball away. Oh, cool. The, uh, the little speedy bucks returner brings it back like 40 yards. So it ends up being like a net of a 10-yard punt. Ooh, not good. Leonard Fournette rips off a seven-yard run. Next play, pass interference, balls at the five. Next play, Leonard Fournette runs it in. Field goal, Bears are down 7 nothing. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, Next possession. Not the, that's not the strong start we wanted, but uh, we're getting the ball back. We're going we're gonna to go. We're going we're gonna to get there. So they uh, get the ball back next, and I forget. I kind of blacked out. I don't know if this is the – the drive where Fields threw his first interception when apparently Matt Nagy told him in the headset there were 12 players on the field when they weren't. So Fields thought he had a three free play and uh, threw a free interception to the Bucks. Or Cole Kmet dropped a, a ball that hit him in the chest on uh, third and eight for a first down, and they turned it Sorry, over there. Um, and uh, that was pretty much it. That was the end of the game. Um, cause the Wait, I thought you were going to run play by play every, every drive. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Um, oh. but, uh, <laughs> you started to, <laughs> well, that's kind of how the day went for me, right? I was really pumped, you know, going to see him. It's going to go great. And then, uh, man, it was just a giant shit show from there on out. The bears Ooh, got absolutely, rating. it was called for it. The bears got absolutely dominated by the bucks. Didn't even belong on the field with like the same field. It was like earlier this year when Clemson played Georgia and people were like, how did Clemson even get on the field with this all-star Georgia team? That's how we lost by seven. Uh, We lost by more versus Pitt last. We lost by more versus Pitt last week than we did versus Georgia. Try to explain that one. I will not. Uh, Um, But here's the thing. Did you see any Cutler jerseys? No Cutler jerseys, um, surprisingly. I know, I know. Um, the hey, amazing Rob. thing was, was like, and, and I know you wanted to get to this, it looked like the Bears' like body language after the first three and out was just like, oh, God, we don't want to be here. Like, I, th- it just seemed like Matt Nagy has lost, like, they weren't like pumping each other up on the sidelines. Like they were just like standing like hands on hips, like coaches didn't look fired up. So it was really interesting being able to like sit there and watch them getting their tails just absolutely kicked. And uh, it didn't seem to phase them. They're like, I guess we're getting our paychecks and uh, we'll just move along. 
Um, I'm shocked that Matt Nagy still has a job. Um, it's just not good, Bob. It's not good. Well, uh, I really wish that the Bears would inform the betters that back them that they have no intention of trying and they're going to hang their heads and they don't really, you know, they're just going to mail it in on a Sunday. It would really help us, you know, not that yeah. 11 and a half plus 11 and yep. a half. If they would just yep. tell us and we could be like, okay, let's put everything on Tampa. Yeah. They so, did, a But they things, didn't, did they? A couple things went really bad. And, and I think this all points back to Nagy. Right, so so you 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 and all the pundits out there, you know, as this game was going on, you you were saying things like, "Ugh, I just don't." Justin Fields might not be that good, and he admittedly did not have a great game. Um, but man, if you go back and you watch some of these plays where he was sacked, he like the defenders were had circled around the tackles before he even got to the back of his drop, like. That offensive line's performance was so bad, it was incredible. So part of the reason why was the Bears' like fourth-string right tackle because the the line has been so bummed up. Elijah Wilkinson pops positive for COVID the morning of the game, and so they have to move up a guy from the practice squad. But Lechavius Simmons comes in. He was like the fifth stringer in um, training camp. And he just and they're like, well, why don't you just single? Why don't you just take Shaq Barrett one on one? And uh, it did it did not go good for uh, old Lechavius. He he kept getting whooped. Um, but man, the 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 line is just absolutely absolutely killing him. Um, so I don't know how much of it is on fields. I mean, I think obviously some of it is, but. The, the line in the play calling, you know, whether Matt Nagy's calling the plays or Bill Lazor, I don't think it really matters. But the design of this offense is not one um, that is conducive to, to utilizing Justin Fields' strength. So I'm ready for a regime change. I don't know what they do this season, but uh, after this season, man, something's got to change. Why do you think you're giving uh, Fields so much more slack than Mitch? Because a lot of these things were happening to Mitch and you were like, get rid of Mitch, and you're not doing that with Fields. Well, because Mitch was several – it was several seasons in, right? And I think also Mitch – If don't think Fields is several seasons in, then you'll say the same thing. Absolutely. I think you have to give them an opportunity to learn. But the, the thing that I worry about, right, is that they are not putting him in situations where he even has – a great opportunity to, to learn the ins and outs. He hit some good throws in that game. Um, you watch like some of the stuff he does when he has time, he looks fine. Um, but I mean, as a rookie, you know, the game plays fast for you anyways, but. Yeah, but he um, said it was, it played slower than college. Yeah. That was preseason as well. Right. <laughs> like, um, so it says that Fields has been sacked. So this is next-gen stats. So Fields has been sacked on 14% of his dropbacks this season, the only quarterback over 10%. Um, and since he took over and started in week three, he's had a 20.9 chance of being pressured three seconds after the snap, the highest pressure probability in the NFL. So he's playing behind, right, like the line, the, one of the worst lines in the league that is allowing the most pressure on him. 
right? And so how what 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 He's makes not getting a rid of the football soon enough? Well, I mean, part of that too is if you watch the routes in the distribution that Nagy is setting up, like he's not running his his receivers are always blanketed, right? So I mean, you could you could get the ball away quickly, but if you're constantly forcing it into like tight windows or something that's covered, what well, what do you do in that that point? You know, so I don't know, man. They've uh, they've got some work to do. Thankfully, I don't think the uh, Niners are as good this upcoming weekend, so. Maybe we can uh, finally see them put a little together, but uh, let's uh, let's leave Bears Corner where it is. How did we do the rest <laughs> of last week? Well, we went seventeen minutes on the Bears. <laughs> Pretty did good, really good. <laughs> Sorry, we should put a disclaimer at the beginning. Just like Bears, skip corner. forward if you get tired of Jay <laughs> ranting about. The- I am drinking bourbon to help me through all of this. So. Mm. All right, recapping uh, last week. Let's do it. Yeah. Magoo gave out uh three picks against the spread. He went two and one. Uh he uh he was wrong on the oh no, I'm sorry, you were right. You went three and three with what you gave out here. Or three and oh. You were correct on the Giants rolling all over the Carolina. You were Panthers. dead wrong on that one. I was dead wrong, man. Um Sam Darnold might not be better outside of Adam Gase. Um, well, in a contentious, ghost, he was at that same. He was at that same I, stadium. Uh, so it was the haunted stadium. That makes yeah. sense. Um, you and I were on opposite ends of uh, Miami and Atlanta, and that extra half point got you the win. Miami plus two and a half over the Falcons, and then uh, you took Seattle, the twelfth man at home, and they covered on Monday night. Uh, your teaser, no bueno, my friend. Uh, you were yeah. all over. You were all over New England in the six-point tees, but the uh, KC, yikes, they got yikes. rolled, rolled by the Green Titans. Bay. Yeah, I should have done Green Bay. And then you did a five-team money line parlay, Arizona, Rams, New England, Tampa, and Green Bay. That was a winner, my friend. And your eliminator pick of the Bucks. Speaking of eliminator, our pool, we're going into week eight. Everyone's still alive. Yeah, I uh, I told you, I sent you a text. I, I loved my picks, four and one. I uh-huh. went, and I told you I did not like yours. And I, this is my bragging rights week. I so mean, so like, my picks, I went three okay. and three. I went three and three. That's, that's you're going to live to see another week. You lost some big, you lost a big, but three and three, not big. bad. I was, I was way wrong on the Jets. Um, hmm. We talked about the Falcons. I was wrong on them. I gave you the winner of uh, Green Bay. Chicago, I told you uh, I would have stayed away from that game. Had I not been going, I should have stayed away on both accounts. Chicago was the L. And then uh, the Raiders, I was right on at minus three. And the Colts, I was right at plus four. And I gave you two correct eliminator picks with uh, Arizona and the Rams for the winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, so there we are. That was uh, the week seven recap. Let's uh let's move it on into week week eight. Um, can you well, talk uh, me don't into forget, watching? Don't forget, I had a Purdue LSU pit, Kansas State. No, Oklahoma, stop Oklahoma it. State, we are talking about blah, 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 blah. we're talking about college at the end. Save it. We're getting to the good <laughs> stuff. All right, oh. we are we are kicking it off. Another Thursday night game. Can you talk me into why I should watch this one? No, just kidding. This is a good. This is a good Thursday night game. We got the Arizona. Kind of. Well, there's some storylines. The Packers are missing a lot. 
can I announce who the game is before you? All right, oh, yeah. we've we've got uh, the Arizona Cardinals are hosting the Green Bay Packers. Arizona minus six. What are your <laughs> thoughts here, Magoo? I think that Aaron Rodgers in prime time is going to be the popular play, but those receivers are like like. Did you watch the Packers uh, Deadskins game last week? It was like a little bit. Oh, so I forgot to say this. So they had four screens in like each corner of the stadium. Like as the teams were warming up and they had like the red zone channels on. Um, so we got oh, yeah. to see all of the games like winding up, like as we were watching the teams warm up. It was great. So I saw a little bit of this. It looked like they just uh, need to do the Green thing Bay. where they put, they need to do the thing where they put the, uh, you know, you're able to get on like a FedBata account in your seat and oh, bet yeah, on the yeah, games yeah. and watch red zone. if like the bears are losing yeah. like 35 to three, which they were. Um, but it looked like Green Bay kept trying to let Washington uh, come in with the backdoor cover, um, and it just didn't quite yeah. work out. But uh, well, my point, my point being that for this handicap of this game is Rogers just went to Adams like the whole game and Lazard for that matter, and so like okay. I really can't take them. I would probably lean to tease Arizona or just lay the points outright in this game. Yeah, I think so. That's the big thing with the the big thing with this game, right, so Adams is out, COVID positive. Lazard is out because he's unvaccinated and was a close contact. So he's got to sit out even though he doesn't actually have COVID. Why didn't he get vaccinated? Man, I am. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> That's He did not get into Iowa State University on uh, an academic scholarship, did he? Well, he clearly doesn't have a psychology degree from there, I'll tell you that much. I can't, yeah, I can't uh, with Iowa State, did he? <laughs> Let him in. Well, anyways, uh, but not only that, David Bakhtiari, while activated off of IR, is out for this game. <clears throat> Preston oh, no. Smith may not play. Uh, Jair Alexander is still on the IR. And uh, Des- uh, well, I think their other cornerback, I'm blanking on his name, maybe King is questionable. So Definitely really King. banged up for the Packers. Um, but really sad news last night, it looks like J.J. Uh, Watt might be having season-ending surgery on his shoulder. So he's out. He tore – There, were, I saw some update on it. I guess he tore everything on his left arm. Like dislocated his shoulder, tore his labrum, rotator cuff – and maybe one other part of his arm uh, ugh, sounded terrible and still played through the second half last week. Um, Tough row. This is, this is a teaserable game. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to just I bring so. Arizona down to win, I would, I just, I, it, it, I think it comes back to what are there like three or four quarterbacks that I don't want to lay points against on on a primetime game. Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Are we putting are we putting Josh Allen in that? Oh, Tom Brady. Are we putting Josh Allen in that category yet or Kyler or Lamar? Yeah. I don't think so. Lamar. I think those, so ugh, Yeah, so maybe I wouldn't want to lay against Pat Rodgers, Lamar and probably Tom Brady right now. There is no greater, there is no greater bet value than a public road dog. Ooh, so you're 
Are are we just are you putting uh, Arizona down as a teaser? Yeah, I think they Same. win. I don't know if they're going to cover. This is a, a big game for your uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon coming out of the Packers. I think and Aaron, Aaron Randall Cobb. Yeah, but uh, give me give me the Cardinals. I could also see them. And Amari Rodgers. If you need a DFS play, Amari Rodgers is the guy. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm not. None of these are my big time uh, plays for the weekend. So let's move it on into Sunday. Eat. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ooh, big battle in the AFC North. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, or not usually. I don't know. Cleveland Brown is hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland minus three and a half. Oh, and Baker's back. Maybe. Although, I heard really he might matter? be practicing. I don't know if it matters. Chubb Just is back. Give it well. Are they going to keep playing Dernis Johnson? He's really good. He looked he, really good, man. Yeah, I think you got to lay the points here again. A couple of favorites think, I'm starting out with. Do you? I, oh, I, I think the bye week has me forgetting that, like, Big Ben <clears throat> can't throw the ball 11 yards or more. It's bad. I think I am staying away from this game. If I had to, I would lay the points with the Browns. Yeah. Okay. All right. Big battle in the NFC South is up next. Um, the fighting Kyle Pitts versus or hosting the Carolina Panthers. Falcons minus three. Kyle Pitts Ooh. is the real deal, man. He's good, right? Yeah, uh, he's a good football player. Yeah, I watched him all in college. I knew he'd be really really good. I mean, yeah. he's kind of, he's very, he's got some receiver skills and he's just been a little bit bigger body than the receivers. Yep. So yep. Very yep. Calvin Johnson ish. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you, but you can play him anywhere to get, get a mismatch anywhere on the field. And that is, uh, that is dangerous. Um, yeah. So you got Falcons with Kyle Pitts being a big fantasy name and, and the Panthers are really on a downslide. Um, and yet I'm gonna zag, and I like. Or should you zig? Mm, you're gonna have the Falcons because they have more fantasy players, but I'm gonna go with the Panthers in this game and say that they just play better as a dog, as an underdog. Matt Rule gets them jacked up. Does he? I'm gonna. Yeah. For being an underdog, for sure. Do you remember, like, three weeks ago when the Panthers thought they were a contender and they traded for Stephon Gilmore? That was fun. Yeah. That feels like a long time ago. Um, Yeah, I think I would take the points as well with the Panthers, but not with the confidence that I'm going to make this one a pick. I mean, they're not that far removed from beating the Saints. When is uh, your boy uh, Run CMC coming back? We hope week nine. Um, okay. He uh, his backup Chuba Hubbard is not exactly lighting it up. So Chubba, we Chubba. need uh, we need CMC. Alrighty, moving on. Uh, this is a game that probably should have just been on last weekend's slate with as big of a line as it is. Uh, Buffalo Bills coming off the bye. Were they on a bye last week? I think they were. Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, Bills minus fourteen hosting the Dolphins of Miami. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, hosting the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins aren't good. They were getting 
the crap kicked out of him by Atlanta. So I would Man, probably if only someone if why, only I'm, someone would have told you the Dolphins were going to be good at the start of the season or bad. I was all over it. Yeah, well, no, that, I was I was with you. I was with you. You yep. talked me into yep. it. You talked me into yep. it. And I will. I, I don't know why. Last week I did really well being on the dogs, and this week yep. I'm zagging, and I'm I'm liking like the favorite it. again. I'm just gonna go yeah. Bills. Seems yeah. like a short line, even for you know the fourteen. Yeah, I think like the Dolphins' defense just isn't good. I'm gonna look up their rankings, um, but I mean, they're just not—they're yeah, not a good team, right? Last year, they had a lot of really favorable, um, you know, big plays on on defensive touchdowns off of turnovers, and like that's just bound to regress. PFF has them as the 23rd out of 32 defense. And, and Bills are top six in every category. Um, give me the Bills. I think I just – I don't yeah. I don't feel good with anything on the Dolphins. I just – not enough fantasy players. Um, <laughs> up next, are you ready for this one? Uh, <laughs> the Chicago Bears hosting yeah. – the fighting Jimmy G's, Chicago. I've seen uh, plus three and a half or plus four. Uh, I want to grab the points of the Bears, but like I think I know they're going to cover, <laughs> but I can't. I can't do it just because the last week and just like yeah, the Niners yeah, are the, supposedly still well coached. Although I read an article about how. Like Shanahan's actually winning percentage is like four fifty, and it's like it's well, not good. He actually has a losing record for like as big as he's pumped up to be. He calls great plays. They had the Super Bowl run, and outside of that, they just haven't been good. They're not playing Trey Lance. Um, they run the ball well. Uh, they, I don't. They're not playing Brandon Ayuk for some reason, who was doing well last year. I uh I don't know what's going on with this San Fran team. Um I we, we I, lean the Bears but we'll stay away. Are we I think I might put them down as one of my picks as much as I freaking hate. <laughs> as much as I uh, hate to do so, just because and here's why. No, and here's why, right? Everyone and this is like trying to put on my objective hat just from like trying to like you said, zag when everyone else is zigging. The Bears got trounced by Tampa. That was like the nationally televised afternoon game. So, like, the entire country except for, like, Texas saw Tom Brady just annihilate the Bears. So everyone is thinking the Bears are just absolute trash. I think a lot of the public remembers the Niners as being in the Super Bowl two years ago. Kyle Shanahan, some, like, golden boy coach. So I think, like, on the surface, the Niners are a pretty public pick this week. So if you want if you want to take a sharp pick, I think your value is on the Bears. So that's why I'm taking the Bears three and a half. Also, also, mm-hmm. Nagy has COVID and isn't going to be able to coach this game. So that's got to be a win for the Bears, right? Like, that's a positive. Oh, what a great angle right there. Also, you, you, you talked me into think, it. I mean, I lean the also, Bears. I'm not going to make it a pick. Yeah. Though. 
Also, he announced he got COVID Monday morning, which is usually when coaches get fired. So do you think Nagy was like, uh, 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 I have COVID. Please don't fire me. You can't no. fire me and give me COVID. Right? Like, you get really out don't of like here. Nagy. Uh, he can, I really hope he has a lovely life not coaching the Bears. I think you, he's a good dude. I just – he's not a good coach. I mean, there's plenty well, of you, data. You told me you've that he's never not trusted a, good a coach. coach. You've never trusted a coach named Matt. You just can't. I, I don't recall saying that, but we've talked a lot, <laughs> a lot about the Bears today. Moving. All right, next, uh, the Indianapolis Colts are hosting the Titans of Tennessee. Indianapolis minus one and a half on square ten. They're only a half point favorite. On uh, CBS. So we'll stick with the minus one and a half. What do you think? What team is this? Sorry, I am. The Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts are hosting the Tennessee Titans. Colts minus one and a half. Mm. They're kind of my darling this year, the Colts. The Colts Uh, are? Yeah, a little bit. I bet them uh, trying to double down last week for Sunday night games with the – Okay. uh, with the Niners last week, and they it's came funny. It's again. like we don't even have any documentation that that was one of your picks <laughs> last week. I don't know what's going on. I just need to like literally. It's amazing need... all the games that I don't put down as my official picks. I pick winners on. I tell you what, uh, from now on, whenever I make a bat a bet, um, I will tweet it out and be like, "Okay, just put this many units on this," and I'll Great. see how I do at the end of the year. I love it. I like I love the Colts it. here. Give me the Colts. Again, I'll make it a play. Okay. Uh, because I think the Colts have a pretty good run D, and I still just don't think the Titans can do much outside of the, um, you know, running with Derrick Henry, and I still don't believe in their defense. I think everybody, all the public's going to be on Tennessee because of, number one, the fantasy players that they have, and number yeah. two, the <laughs> – the trouncing of the Chiefs last week. Go on. Go on. Uh, yeah. This is going to really surprise you. Guess who I have in this game? <laughs> the Titans. Yes. And uh, oh, here's, no. here, here's, here's the note that I wrote down for this game. Tennessee. Tennessee players. Square don't care. I It's the yeah. square pick, and I it's square, and I don't care. It Like, just give, give it to me. I – I think that the way that this offense is set up with AJ Brown being healthy and Julio being healthy enough to play, like I don't know what you do to stop them. Um, yeah, I think Derrick Henry just... just brings it to you. I think that that sets up play action well for these glance routes on RPOs to AJ Brown or Julio. Um, Give me, give me the Titans. I think they're going to keep rolling with it. I think they've got something Man. figured out. Um, I think they're clicking with their their new offensive coordinator. You know, change. Um, they're playing well lately. This is a square pick, and I don't care. Give me the Titans. Square don't care. You know that it was just a couple weeks removed from them losing to the Titans. Or excuse me, the, to the, the Titans uh, lost to the Titans. The Titans of Titans lost to the Jets. Well, that woke them up. <laughs> okay. Square. Speaking of the Jets. You want to get a nice – we'll get a nice board bet on this one. So my official play is Colts. 
All righty. Uh, we, will, we will text him. We will come up with a wager for this game. Maybe like a bottle of Maker's Mark or something. Waffle House um, Challenge. All right. The awful waffle. Let's do it. Uh, New York Jets hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Jets plus ten and a half. Ooh. Here is you and I's um, eliminator. Oh, yeah. I already locked it in. Bengals Bengals Eliminator, let's do it. Yeah, and I'll probably lay the points again. Yep. Another point laid with the Bengals. I don't think Vegas is adjusting uh, the lines yet for how good the Bengals are. Yep. Um, And this, you know, if if their team name is, let's say, the Baltimore Ravens, the spread's probably 14. That's exactly it, right? And I think we talked about this in some of our week one picks, right? And where you can find advantage – and it's it's here in like name recognition or the laundry, right? The the jerseys that the people are wearing, just because it says Cincinnati Bengals, people just think like, oh, they suck. They can't cover that much. They're rolling, man. Joe Burrow's the truth. Mixon's the real deal. I kick myself every time I see Jamar Chase's name tweeted Why did because you do I that? I don't. I didn't. I, I traded him before the season started, man. I shouldn't have done it. Um, you saw Jamar the drops in preseason, and you were like, eh. No, I was like, I can flip him for uh, Russell Wilson. Let's do it. That did not go well for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but here we are. The Bengals are rolling, man. I think that there's still some value here for exactly for what you said. And uh, also, the, the Storm and Mormon is out for a couple of weeks with the Jets. Mm. They just they just trade. You know how desperate they are for a quarterback? He just traded for Joe Flacco. That should be fun. So either some dude named Mike White or Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets this week. Give me the Bengals. I've studied college pretty well, and I don't remember a Mike White. You did get the poop score of the year last week in fantasy, but we won't talk about that. Oh, my fantasy team is garbage. But <laughs> it was like the Bears matter. game. It was like that. It, yeah, yeah. You started Fields. <laughs> I did start Fields. <laughs> I can't quit. I can't quit. My team's Moving the on. Bear Goggles. What are you going to do? Moving on. All right. The Detroit Lions, mm. the fighting Matt Campbells are hosting the <clears throat> Philadelphia Eagles. Detroit plus three and a half. Man, did the Lions the finally win? Did the Lions finally get one here? They know, stuck man. it. They, they 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 brought it to the Rams game. last week, right? Like they really did. Good kudos to them for uh, bringing it to the Rams like they did. That was great. I don't even know how to bet the Eagles. I guess you just fade them and take the. I lean the Lions, and I don't want any part of this game. I guess I would take the points, but I, yeah, uh uh-uh. no, thank you. I don't no. want to. Not enough fantasy players for me to have any real formed opinion <laughs> on this game. Um, no, I think I think Matt Campbell has the, the the team playing hard for him. The only problem is the team is not very good. Matt Campbell. Yeah, the isn't that the Lions coach's name? That's the uh, no, that's the uh, Iowa State coach. What's Matt the Lions Campbell. coach's name? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Excuse, same thing. Same Not thing. Patricia. Coach Kill. Oh, Patricia. All right, we're moving on. Uh, I guess take the points, but please don't bet that game. 
Sorry to all the listener that really wanted the, our opinions on Lions, Eagles. We don't have a play for you. Man, there's got to be a more degenerate. <laughs> ah, there's got to be. Ugh. Do other things. There's there's plenty of other games to get action on in the 1 o'clock realm. Um, but also, I would I don't know about this next one. The Houston Texans hosting mm. the Los Angeles Rams. Houston plus 14 and a half. Is that enough points? Not quite enough points for me. I lean me to lay the points again with the Rams because the Rams, uh, the square betters are going to be like, oh, well, they they were close versus the Lions. I'm going to grab the points with the Texans, and we, we, would, we would warn you on that. Yep. On doing yep. that. Yeah, I, I typically don't like taking big lines, but I feel fine taking uh, laying the, the 14 and a half here with the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Is that one of your plays, or that's just a no. Okay. No. All right. A rollicking game to kick off the 4 o'clock slate. The Seattle Seahawks are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Geno Smith versus uh, Trevor Lawrence. Pete Carroll Ooh. versus Urban Meyer. Seattle minus <laughs> three and a half. Seattle's reeling, and I mm-hmm. want to lay the points again. And I think I'm going to. I'm going to lay the points. It's not a play for me with yeah. Seattle on a short week. Yeah. And the Jags, I believe, coming off a bye. So, yeah, it's it's a no play for me because of that. Um, I don't really get advantage. See, I don't want to see a highlight of this game. I don't want to see a minute of this game. Like, I, I would be fine if this game just gets simmed on Madden. Um, therefore, mm. I'm like it, I, I have no feel for it. So, uh, flip a coin and uh, let that choose who you want to go with. I want nothing to do with it. It's just a boring game. Uh, can we move on? Yeah. All right. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers hosting the New England Patriots. Well, here's Chargers, a good game. Chargers minus four. <sighs> Oh, my goodness. And Chargers coming off a bye. New England just kicked the crap out of the Jets. Yeah. So, man, I think I'm going to lean the team that came off the bye and fade the team that looked a little too good the week before and lay the yep. points. I'm laying too many points this week, except for the Colts. I'm doing the same thing. I, uh, I like the Chargers and Brandon Staley coming off the bye. My notes say uh, New England beat the Jets, so what? Like, I, I don't know what that tells you if you can beat the Jets. Um, the only thing I would warn you, like, Mac, there is, like, Mac Jones may be getting a lot better and everything, you know. Yeah, he's, he's playing well. They're not asking him to do a whole lot. Um, it's also, you definitely look like you're improving when you just hand the ball to Damian Harris, who runs all over the Jets. So, so that's me, another matchup uh, problem is the Chargers' one weakness is their run defense. And so talk yourself into the Pats if you think they're just going to be ground heavy. They neutralize the sure. pass rush for the Chargers. But well, you, also have, you also have Justin Herbert's freaking rocket arm. And if the Chargers get up two scores, New England can't run their way back into the game. Um, so if, if the Chargers get up, I think New England's in trouble. If, you know, I don't. I don't know how much I would feel confident, you know, putting putting the ball in, in Mac Jones's hands and saying go out there and win this 
against uh, Derwin James and Joey Bosa. Give me the Chargers. Mm. We need some more and plays. And that Brandon there. Staley. And that Brandon. Yeah, that's a play for me. Oh, I'm really? Up to okay. four. Not a play yeah, for I'm me. up to four. I mean, I'm go ahead. Four. Just one. What's that? Do I just have the yeah, one? Cool. You just have uh, Indianapolis, and uh, you have Arizona as a potential teaser. Um, uh, yes. Up next, this sounds like another tease for you. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Saints plus four and a half. No, here's a play for me. Here's a play for me. I still don't believe in the Saints very much. And mm-hmm. and so uh, I actually think the, the maybe the sharp side thinks that, okay, Bucks lay off the gas a little bit. Yep. Um, and they don't really, like, quote-unquote, need this game. But I actually think they're okay. kind of locked in to where they want to get that number one seed, and they're yep. just not going to drop the game. So the Bucks yep. are my play at minus four and a half. Same here. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think for all those reasons, and also I'm just going to fade Jameis every chance I get. <laughs> like well, I he, think he was a good fade last week, and you didn't want to fade him with me. I mean – no, but I had a bunch of plays last week. I think that that Todd Bowles defense and the way they bring the blitz is just going to mess with Jameis. Um, that D line, that front seven of the Bucks is so nasty. Uh, give me the Bucks all day. So laying the points with the Bucks. Moving on to the I'm other money line parlay. We're going to get a little bit better odds to the listener if we money line parlay the cards and Bucks so far. But we're going to have a third team. So let's get that. Okay. All righty. We've got uh, – well, you're going to have to tweet that quick because that Thursday night game is about to start. Um, we've got the Denver Broncos hosting the football team of Washington, Denver minus three. Um, I don't care about this game at all. I don't think tough. it has any significance. Um, my boy Dick Fangio is probably not going to be a head coach much longer past this season and can just go back to his natural habitat of being a, a – one of the top defensive coordinators in the league. I don't care about this football team. Dan Snyder needs to be uh, removed from ownership. He's terrible. Uh, I don't want anything to do with this game. I want less to do with this game than I do the Seahawks and Jaguars. I was actually thinking of making the Broncos a play, but I, after watching how soft their defense was last week, I don't think yeah. I'm going to do that. So... I'm going to stay away, but I lean the Broncos. Great. Uh, Great. Sunday – yeah, not a, not a super exciting game. No. Um, Sunday night, the Minnesota Vikings, Lizzo's team, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota plus one. Uh, I think we have to probably figure out a tease with the Vikings here then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm give all over. Give him a seven or seven and a half. It's pretty good. That's going to be hard to yeah. lose right there. Uh, yeah. But, I, man, just flip a coin. I kind of lean – I don't know. It's just a flip a coin. Minnesota's coming off a really, bye. Dalvin Dallas Cook is, say he's feeling healthy. Dallas is as well. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's in Minnesota? Wait. It's in the, so you're saying you, you, giving Mike McCarthy an extra week to plan is a good thing? I don't know if it is. He's eh. yeah. Well, the Vikings played really well at home, so I, I would lean the Vikings now. 
uh, and tease them. Not me. Um, again, I'm gonna else. say I'm I'm gonna go back to what I said before. Square don't care. Give me uh, give me or Dallas. Square don't care. Give me Dallas. Even though it's Mike McCarthy, and also I hate the Vikings. You do. I forgot. I really do. I really do. Dallas is a play for you? Dallas is a play for me. I hate Kirk Cousins. Get a vaccine. What are you doing? Um, Yeah, Yeah, but Alan Mazar didn't do it either. Yeah, give me the the Cowboys. I think they're going to take care of business. The old TCB. Square don't care. Dallas okay. Cowboys Sunday night. Okay. They're, they're going to lose with this field goal at the end of the game. Nice. All righty. Monday I night. Need one more, I need one more regular play, and then I'll just do a teaser and a poor money line Here parlay. Here you go. Monday night, Kansas City Chiefs hosting the New York Giants, Chief minus nine and a half. Oh, here it is. I'll yeah. go back to the drawing board on the Chiefs and yeah. put my faith every time – um, I bet the Chiefs pretty much every week, and I'm hitting fifty percent because one week they cover the spread, and the next week it's not even close to covering the yeah. spread. So I'm gonna zig and zag, and then we're gonna go lay the Chiefs. They win by ten or more, and those are my three plays. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with season. you. I'm right there. What did we say at the beginning? Who do we trust in primetime games? Right, Mahomes, Mahomes. Brady, Lamar. Roger. For like, me, it's more trusting Mahomes coming off an embarrassing yep. loss, like he's going to get yep. it together. Yeah, I don't think the turnovers are going to happen as frequent frequently. I think uh, they're it's only they're three and four, so this is almost a must win game for them. They can't be losing these yep. games if they're going to right. And I think the Chiefs are just too good. Their defense is terrible, so that's the only scary thing. But uh, the Giants yeah. don't necessarily put a lot of fear into your heart. Right with their offense, um, give me the Chiefs. They're one of my plays as well. Plus, the Chiefs have more fantasy players, and they have more fantasy players. Um, <laughs> what you don't like, Daniel Jones? Oh, All right. So guy. here's what we got for Magoo's plays this week. We've got Indianapolis minus one and a half, Tampa Bay minus four and a half, and continuing the trend of laying points, Kansas City minus nine and a half. We like a. Are you doing a six point teaser with just Arizona and Dallas? No, no, it would be Minnesota. Um, we're going to go. Oh, you're teasing in, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a seven point teaser. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. A seven point three team teaser. Okay. We're going to do the. We're going to do Arizona. We're going to do um, uh, Tampa Bay. And we're going to do the, the uh, Chiefs. We're taking Minnesota out of the tees. Yeah. Arizona, um, Arizona, KC, and Tampa. That's right. And you're going to even parlay that's play. Tampa. Yeah, and we're also going to do a money line parlay yeah. of the Rams, the Bills, the Chiefs, Cardinals, the Bengals, um and the Bucks. Tampa. To figure out the odds on that. So you're saying Arizona, Tampa Bay, Rams, mm-hmm. Buffalo, Bengals money line parlay. Yes, sir. And then you're not putting the Chiefs in there. Chief. Yes. No, I did the Chiefs. Okay, I missed it. That should 
that should pay like plus one fifty at least. The teaser okay. should pay like plus one twenty, I believe. Uh, are, and then are Maybe you rolling more. Cincy? Cincy is your eliminator pick this week. Yeah, yeah, me too. Alrighty, so I am going. Uh, I am laying the points with the Bengals. I am taking the points with the Bears. Laying the points with the Titans. Square don't care. Laying the points with the Chargers. Laying the points with Tampa. Faden Jameis. Laying the points with Dallas. Again, square don't care. Laying the points with the Chiefs. Laying a lot of points. But I Wait, don't you care. have a lot of plays here. I do. I do. You can, and, really, uh, you can really empty someone's bank account if they go bad and they're listening. They're not going to, man. Uh, and I like uh, Cincinnati is my eliminator pick. Um, but yeah. if, you, uh, if you've got some of these teams left, I think uh, the Bucks are fine. The Rams are fine. You've probably used those. Um, the Bills are fine, but you've probably used the Bills. The Chargers Ooh. might be a decent one to use this week if you're That's scraping correct. for some teams. No, no. If you're scraping, like if you don't, or the Chiefs, I think you've probably got a good team to use in there. So smoke them if you got them. All right, what's going on with your college plays? What happened uh, with those? Oh, man, it's just uh, the best bet, all I can say, to uh, I had a 10x winner uh, last week. If you read my commissioner note, I'm not sure if you did or the one that you tweeted out to all of Twitter. Tweeted out to Twitter, and I also put it in the uh, in our group chat, a 10x bet, and I congratulated everybody for winning a 10x uh, unit bet on the Pitt Panthers okay. over the Clemson okay. Bearcats. They easily covered that spread. The Bearcats are 0-7 against the spread. I will fade them again this week. They're laying 9.5 versus Florida State. I will grab the points with Florida State and uh, – that's just this is Florida there. State versus the Cincinnati Bearcats. That's correct. And <laughs> the Clemson Bearcats. Um, oh, the Clemson I, Bearcats. Yes, as Baru called them. We wish Baru would just pop in and chime in on this, but I don't think. Well, he we will. invite him every week, and we are now nine weeks in without him joining a pod. Yeah, it is sad. Um, if you're looking for some more. Um, Units that I will uh, I will tweet out of my college plays. You're going to lay the points in the world's largest cocktail party with your Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, um, the Jacksonville Jacuzzi game. Yeah. I think the Bulldogs are going to smoke Florida this weekend, so lay the points mm. there. Um, Good. Lay the, point, lay the points with Ohio State. I'm doing a teaser with your Iowa State Cyclones. They are at... West Virginia. I got to find another leg for them, but I think it's going to be a teaser of Iowa and Iowa State, believe it or not. Oh. Iowa State. Iowa's going to be getting nine and a half uh, at Wisconsin. And um, yeah, you'll take Iowa State down to minus one. They, uh, so. in the Midwest, they like to call that the Ola Classic Cornhole t- teaser. Stop it. They do. They don't call it that. They do. That's the old. No, that's the old cornhole teaser. No, they, they can't do yeah, that. They do. <laughs> Stop. They do. Stop it. Because of all the corn. Let's talk bears for twenty-five more. <laughs> no. 
man. Oh, me. Oh, but anyway, I'll have some more plays written up. Uh, I'm leaning Ole Miss, even though that's okay. a really square play, but they have more fantasy Speaking players of, on Ole Miss Going back Auburn. to the cornhole teaser, going back to the cornhole teaser for a moment, <laughs> did yeah. you see that uh, last weekend Iowa State didn't even care that Mike Gundy was a man and that he's over 40 and they took it to him and uh, pulled off the big upset? You know, they didn't cover the spread, Jay. And you know what I always tell you is good teams win and great teams cover the spread. So, actually, in Wait. my plays, that was one of the winners. I, I faded Iowa State. So, oh. unfortunately, Hold Brock's on. Over, they, were the, they were the favorites in that game? They were favored by seven, my man. But they weren't ranked, and Oklahoma State was ranked like eight. It didn't matter. Vegas saw wow. something. Yeah. Wow. They were home. And they weren't really buying. Vegas wasn't buying the uh, Oklahoma State uh, Wildcats Cowboys. Huh. But, yeah, have you heard about this phenomenon called Brocktober? Yeah. So, basically, Brocktober has won every single game against the spread in the month of October until no. last week. No. No. one. Apparently, he has, like, every Iowa State record that uh, ever existed for a quarterback. Hmm. Yep. I see. I see. Well, I'll do some rapid fire really quick. Okay. Uh, I like Michigan State plus four and a half at or, uh, hosting Michigan. I like okay. uh, Texas plus two and a half on the road yep. versus, Bay- versus Baylor. <laughs> and I like uh, TCU plus three and a half versus Kansas State. So I'll have some good plays to tweet out. <laughs> yeah, those are. I feel like. win this week. I'm due for so, a, a really big college weekend. Yeah, we, we wasted a lot of time, honestly wasted a lot of time on Bears Corner. But you were going to quiz me on college team names, but I say we just save that for next oh. week. Yeah, let's okay. save it. Okay. Let's save it. It's too bad you already know what UTSA's is, you know, because that would have been a fun one. They're the Roadrunners, man. I know. I can't quiz you on it because you know that one. So. Yeah, I know that one. Um, you should right, well, bring the Becca first, and then oh. figure out what Becca wants. Figure out what Becca yeah. guesses, and then you guess them, and then I'll tell you the answers. We'll have to have her on as a guest uh, here here at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. All righty. Well, what a rollicking week this was! An extra fifteen minutes of com- content for the listener. The best um, was the Toronto tornadoes. Oh like- yeah. Toronto kind of sounds like tornado. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have Becca guess some more team names. A lot of alliterations happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got to tweet out these uh, teasers with Arizona in it before uh, this game kicks off. It's gonna be a good game tonight. Maybe I don't know, but it's a game. I think it will be. Rogers is not gonna go down, you know, without a fight. So that is that for a week. Number eight of the NFL. Yeah, alrighty. Uh, you know what I always say is uh, square don't care. Let's do it. Roll those square well, I always Do you remember what I always say? I have no idea. I say you can't lose if you don't put the middle. But you can't win much either, Mike McBee. Mm. Ooh, one hour. We're on. Alrighty, good work. Hey there, sports fan. What we're do back. you say? We're are back, we? baby. I... Oh, I guess we are. Is this thing on?
Is the listener there? I'm here. Hey, Magoo. What's going on? It's Jay. We're back. I think we, uh, we, we have one listener right now on the thing. That, sure. They're trying to decide whether or not to stick with it. But uh, if we're you do. We're on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook we, Live. Right? We're not, we not on Facebook Live. <laughs> but, uh, man, I uh, come back to the pod this week 10 with, with my tail between my legs due to faulty planning, faulty planning last week. Um, there, there was no pod, and it's kind of all my fault, right? Yeah, faulty planning's better than faulty plumbing. So. Well, I had an anniversary trip with my wife. We went to a cooking school <laughs> in Chicago, and uh, I would have caught major flack for like taking an hour out of my uh, anniversary trip to to record a pod for our dear beloved listeners. So I must apologize. However. We She's did try to flex. Too. We did try to flex. Magoo said, "Hey, can you pod during this very specific window on Saturday that I have nothing going on?" And that happened to be when I was on an aeroplane, and it's just the the sound quality wouldn't have been good coming through like the two masks on an airplane. So we decided against it, and then mm. uh, we were we were going to do a brunch pod on Sunday. And Magoo ghosted a little bit. There was uh, some yoga and golfing that happened, but yeah. we are back now. We're back, week ten. Um, mm. How's everything? How's everything going? How are we feeling about things? Season's over, halfway done. Yeah, we're midway November. It's depressed. I mean, I'm a little split between. I'm sad that I kind of waited nine months for this college football season, and I was pretty much out of this contest after week four or five. Because mm. you have to be, you got to have a good start. You can't be like hovering yep. around five hundred. And yep. then also Clemson, and so now it's just like let's just get the season over with. But then I'm also sad because it's like, oh, it's a long slog through nine months of you know. Well, yeah, you remember what life and... is like without football, right? Like, I guess yeah. the Winter Olympics is happening, which is weird. The... Well, yeah, like the Winter Olympics, so you can get you know get in on some hot curling action. If you, uh, you know, it's never wise to, to fade a Nordic country when it comes to curling. Um, you and I are booking our tickets to Qatar. Oh, we are not. <laughs> we uh, we are, are not doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The World Cup and Cutter is just a really weird, bizarre thing. But uh, yeah, oh, we, we still got... You know, all that's to come. Well, it is pretty corrupt, and you know they might have had some indentured servitude and, and human trafficking and stuff going on to build these air-conditioned outdoor desert stadiums. So there's like some ethical stuff going on as well. So maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. We we can save that for another pod. But we still got half the football, half the NFL football season left. Big Crazy. news happened today. Have you heard? Cam Newton is back in Camelina. They're, they're back. Newton. They're back to the Camelina Newtons. Um, I don't know if Camelina. Oh no, they just played the Patriots. But we could have had the kid from the commercials finally playing Cam Newton in a real life NFL game. Um, but he's back. You remember that kid that I'm just loosening up my arm? I think that kid grew up to be Mac Jones. <laughs> and then he's OBJ. pretty good. I think the Niners are regretting. Uh... Ooh. Not keeping their picks and uh, just drafting him instead of Trey Lance for uh, for Dan and Nick listening now. Well, I mean, I think so. We haven't 
you know, I don't know. We haven't seen much of, of Trey Lance yet, so he could still be good. Um, but, man, what about, like, the Broncos and the Panthers passing up on the Mac Joneses and Justin Fieldses who, who might be good? Well, would the Bears rather have Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Give me Justin Fields. All day. All day. He's just – he's more dynamic. Um, the only you know thing he think... makes a bad decision on is his college choice of schools. Well, but it fared out well for him. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens when the regime change finally happens in Chicago when he gets a new coach. So who knows? We'll see. But let's uh, – shall we get into it? Here, week 10. It's Thursday. We have a game tonight. Did you know this? Is this right? Yeah. What is it? The I forgot. And so, it is. So, I forgot all about this. So, I, like, woke up all day today thinking it's Saturday. It's Veterans Day. So, I have the day off today what? and today and tomorrow. What? Um, yeah. So, it's like a bonus <laughs> weekend. So, this is delightful. What, do you work in government hours? Yeah, man. Um, that's what you do when you're in the government, but <laughs> here we are Thursday night game. The, the, is Tua playing? I don't even know. Tua Tagovaya Loa. Okay. I don't believe he's, I think it's Brissett, right? Kobe Brisket. Kobe Brisket. Brisket, Jacoby Brisket, uh, versus Lamar Jackson. Ugh. Um, the line on this game is Dolphins plus eight and a half at home. Against Lamar Jackson and his fight in Baltimore Ravens, his teaser bowl at Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> this is a this is a let's get a let's get some tease action right away, right out the gate. I'm marking it down. Magoo's yeah. gonna bring Magoo's gonna bring Baltimore down to two and a half. Factual. This is a this is a very we were very bearsish on the Dolphins this year, and we might have been right. We might have been right. They might not be a good team at all. So, man, they (laughs) – this is a team where, like, the process of team building, they did everything right. You know, like, they they sold away their assets. They stockpiled a bunch of draft picks. Uh, But then they might have just used those picks on not-so-great players, and that makes this process really hard. Um, So, Baltimore's in a – I mean, they they stuck with two – you know, here's another team where they stuck with Tua over, you know, going after one of these other guys that were available. You know, they traded the Trey Lance pick away, right? Was that them they that traded, traded it? I think they did. And then yeah. they traded back up to get Jalen Waddle. Yeah, they're going to have – they and the Eagles are going to have a ton of picks, I believe, in this upcoming draft. The Eagles – uh, could have three top 15 picks if things all shake out the way they're going Ooh. now. But it's you got to make it work. hurts for a, another first rounder. But I've also seen some of the pundits are saying that last year's draft class, like 10 players or eight players would go before the number one graded pick in the 2020 class right now. So well, there won't be a lot of quarterbacks coming out of college. It is I hear that. Slim pickings. Yeah, I hear this Thibodeau kid. Uh, is probably going to be the number one. The Oregon defensive end is is yeah. going to be the number one pick. Yeah, the top quarterbacks you're looking at like Desmond Ritter and Kenny Pickett and just uh yeah Matt Corral those, out of Ole Miss. I mean those aren't even dudes. names. Those aren't even names that like you feel good about as a quarterback, right? Like, yeah, you want, like a, dudes, you know, like Colt McCoy. Even though that didn't work, that was a that's a quarterback name, <laughs> right? My boy Colt, but, my boy Colt. 
Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, you know. I mean, two first names, you can't go wrong with that. Oh. Yeah. All right, but speaking about the number one pick, or I guess, yeah, we're. I'm not – I don't know. If anything, I maybe go Miami tonight. But mm, I like – Everybody's going to tease it, yeah. Yeah, I think your best bet is just to uh, tease Baltimore if you want to get in on anything tonight and uh, set yourself up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the upcoming number one draft pick to kick us off early on on Sunday, week 10, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the referees are hosting the Detroit Lions, Pittsburgh minus <laughs> eight and a half. And the referees. Yeah, the referees were actually wearing yellow and black at the game. It was incredible. <laughs> they had these yellow and black striped uniforms on. And they just, uh, boy, that was something on Monday night. Yeah, it's are going to hire a draft pick now. Yeah, that they gave to the Giants. But we still have Justin Fields, oh. so I'll take it. I'll <laughs> and take probably it. no Matt Nagy next year, so that's good. We'll see, man. All right, but uh, yeah, Pittsburgh minus eight and a half at home. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, do we have already in the first few games two teaser games? Yeah, Oof. I think I think I'm fine. Go ahead and teasing here. Remember, was it? It was last week where everyone. No, it was two weeks ago where everyone was like, "Detroit's going to get their first win against the Eagles. It's going to happen." And then the Eagles just like absolutely demolished them. The Lions oh, might yeah. be going. The, the Lions might be going over. Yeah, it was They're, like they were so close covering spreads but losing games, yep. and now it's like the opposite. They're getting worse. Yeah, I think there's value here in Detroit um, if you want to take them. Pittsburgh does not look like a super stellar team. Um, it, I don't know. I think I think you feel good about teasing. I'm inclined to pick Detroit, though. I'm gonna, yeah, if I tease them, it's going to be a sweat. Those two games, both. Yeah, games. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Detroit down as maybe a cover, and uh, we'll we'll revisit it. I just think eight and a half is is quite a bit of points. That that's truth. Uh, I can just go the other way and go to six, uh, 14 and a half. Yeah, they should cover two touchdowns, right? Steelers I'd on feel, a short week. No, nah, I feel better bringing Pittsburgh down. <laughs> and. Uh, Speaking of uh, another team getting a lot of points, moving on to this next game, Indianapolis Colts are hosting the Trevor Lawrences. Ooh. Indianapolis, Indianapolis, minus ten and a half. So last week was super bizarre and wonky. Was the weirdest score last week Jags nine, Bills six? Oh, that was insane! You had Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Recovering a fumble from Josh Allen and Josh Allen intercepting Josh Allen. <laughs> That's pretty exciting. The poor Giants fans are just like, I mean, what are the Giants fans doing right now watching that? You remember that was the pick. Everybody, every Giants fan just take Josh Allen, just take Josh Allen. Ugh. Well, they do what they were saying, and they took Daniel Jones. They did. They did. Um, like, Don't screw it up. Just take Josh Allen. <laughs> the the defensive end or the quarterback? Well, it was the defensive end out of Kentucky. Oh. Remember yeah, he was he slotted be. in. It was I forgot what who the first few guys were, but it was just like Yeah, that's what uh that's what we like to call me and my buddy two point we call that the old Gettleman special.
Magoo, are you going? 